Hi, this is Father Simon Lobo, and you are listening to the St. Benedict Parish Homily Podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's still Christmas, you know that. It's the, uh, the tail end of the Christmas season, and I hope it's been uh, a blessed season for you. Uh, it has for me, December 24th, of course, we had a great turnout for Christmas Unplugged, and then all the, the Christmas Masses were wonderful, each with its own unique flavor, and by the afternoon of the 25th, uh, I partied it up. I, I ate as much as I possibly could. Uh, it was in preparation, actually, training for, for f- the Feed Father Simon event uh, a- about a week later. Uh, but, but by early evening on the 25th, I thought, you know what, I- I'm just going to go home and rest. And so I was heading home, I thought I might kick back and watch some Netflix or something. And I turned into our neighborhood, and I noticed uh, there was no street lights, and there was no Christmas lights, and sure enough, once I got inside, uh, we had lost power. And so the, the house was starting to cool off. Luckily, uh, I had just been given a brand new St. FX toque, uh, which was, uh, you know, a wonderful gift uh, to keep me warm. And, and actually, I was given the toque, I was also given an honorary doctorate at St. FX. Well deserved, right? Yeah. Polite applause. Uh, little aside about St. FX. Uh, today, you might have heard uh, there's a relic of St. Francis Xavier, his forearm, which is at the cathedral. And uh, you can go throughout the day this afternoon and again this evening uh, to go and venerate the relic uh, and really pray uh, for the intercession of St. Francis Xavier. He was a great missionary uh, to, to different parts of Asia, including India. He, he evangelized my ancestors 500 years ago almost. And so uh, my, my favorite saint, I would say, so if you get the chance, make your way to the cathedral this afternoon or this evening. Anyways, back at home, uh, total darkness, right? And so uh, this is the evening of the 25th. I, just, I basically just sat in a lazy boy for a while, uh, you know, pondering my existence, uh, kind of thinking about the state of my soul, which looked a little bit like that. Uh, and and uh, I'm thinking, you know, so much for Netflix, right? Uh, Talk about first world problems. Uh, and then I remembered, well, I have one of these uh, camping headlamps. And so I went to grab that, uh, which was very convenient. And, and once I had a little bit of light, you know what the first thing I did was? I put away the dishes because I'm a nice guy. And, uh, and then the second thing I did actually was I, was I turned off the light and I just, I just took a time of prayer. I figured, you know what? Uh, I'm going to sit in the darkness for a little bit and have a, a bit of quiet time after all the, the craziness and the busyness. And it was, it was beautiful. I just uh, rested with God. And, uh, and as some time passed, all of a sudden, there was this hum, right? And you know that feeling when the power comes back on? Isn't that wonderful? I, I tell you, I, I so appreciate just that simple ability to be able to flick the switch and turn the lights on. It's awesome. Anyways, we, we celebrate today, as I said, the Feast of Epiphany. The story of these wise men who are in search of this newborn king. 
And uh, I remember on Christmas Day at the 11.15 Mass, I was preaching to some of the kids. We brought them forward, and I was asking them, do you, do you know which gifts were brought to the baby Jesus? And, you know, all the hands went up, and one kid said, uh, they brought him money. And another kid said, Frankenstein. And I'm not making this up. Another kid, oh, 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 chickens. <laughs> So I was like, well, pretty close, you know. Uh, I think at the heart of the epiphany story is the themes of darkness and light. That's it. Darkness and light. Uh, For example, King Herod. Here's this guy uh, who is so jealous. The thought of a newborn king, he is filled with, with envy, lies, deceit, total darkness, this ultimate act of darkness where he slaughters all these innocent children hoping to kill off this newborn king. But that's not, that's not the only darkness. I mean, we can, we can look to him as, as the supervillain for sure, uh, but there's darkness in each one of us. Like, let's be honest. It's, it's hard to admit sometimes, but there is sin and darkness in each one of our souls. It's part of the human condition that we, we struggle with darkness. I certainly do. And in the midst of that, uh, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing every once in a while to just sit with that. As I did, you know, sit in the darkness and feel the weight of your sin. That it's, it's real, it's truly offensive to God, and it has eternal consequences. And yet, uh, that's not the end of the story. We have to feel the bad, bad news in order to fully appreciate the good news. And one of the lines from all of our Christmas readings on Christmas Eve that struck me the most and stayed with me, it was from Isaiah chapter, chapter 9. It reads, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Isn't that hopeful? The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. It's so beautiful that God would send his son into our world, into our own hearts where there's darkness, to shine his light. And today again in Isaiah, a little bit later, that's chapter 9, in Isaiah chapter 60, we have a similar kind of message Uh, Here's the full quote. For darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness. Right? Feel that. Thick darkness, the peoples. But the Lord will arise and his glory will appear. Nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Like people, kings as well, kings are going to be attracted and drawn to the lights. It's no accident that these wise men, they follow a star, right? What's, what's a star? It's a source of light that we see in the night sky. It, we can see it in this contrast. It shines brightly through the darkness. And I think even more significant uh, as we celebrate Epiphany is this idea that the light of Christ is not just meant for, for one set of people, for the Jewish people alone, you have to be born into the right family in order to get the light. No, actually, 
Uh, the wise men represent the Gentiles, which basically means the non-Jews, everybody else, the whole world. That God would send his light into our world and he would make it available to everybody. And you're not disqualified if you forget to pay your power bill. <laughs> right? You're not disqualified uh, if, if you forget or you don't think you're worthy or, or if even, even a winter storm does not have the ability to shut off the light of Christ. It shines always and in any kind of circumstance it's able to pierce through the darkness. And I would suggest that our parish, St. Benedict, exists to help people get plugged into this source of light, get plugged into the true power who is Jesus Christ. And everything we do, from the way we celebrate Mass to uh, our alphas to our ministries to the poor, Bible studies, the way that we prepare for sacraments is all about this, getting people plugged into Jesus because he makes the ultimate difference. There's a speaker uh, named Curtis Martin. He's the founder of uh, a, a university movement called Focus in the United States. And he said it this way. Uh, you know, in your house, the wiring you have, you know, all that electrical wiring, that's kind of like the sacraments. It, set, it sets up the means, the conduit through which we receive the power. But the power actually comes from the Holy Spirit. We've got the wiring and the power. And I think for some people, it's, it's possible uh, to receive uh, the sacraments and not experience power. For other people, the opposite could be true. Maybe they haven't received uh, the wiring. The wiring, the infrastructure hasn't been installed, and yet they've, they've started to experience the power of God. And, and that's possible. And I would say if, if you're in, in, in that situation, I would encourage you to investigate the sacraments, to learn more. And, and we have something called RCIA, the Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults, uh, to, as a way to which we can lay the hard wire within you so you can regularly experience the power of God. But I think what's more often the case for us in the Catholic Church is we have sacraments, but we're still lacking the power. For whatever reason, we've got the wiring, uh, but, but everything, it seems powerless. Paul actually writes about this in one of his letters uh, to Timothy. He says, beware of those who practice the form of religion, but deny its power. Watch out for people who seem to go through the motions, they do the religious thing, but there's no power. There's nothing transformative about their lives. That's not who you should follow. For us to receive the power of the Spirit, there's often a step uh, that's required, and it's simple, but it's intentional. And that is, we've got to flick the switch. We've got to make a personal choice, a personal decision to say, yes, I do want this power. Yes, I do want to be plugged into Jesus. Yes, I do recognize that there are areas of my life in darkness. And yes, I do want to submit them to God so that he can shine light into them. I do. The decision to say, I do. Now that sounds probably familiar 
Uh, I haven't ever been married, but uh, I've watched a lot of movies. And, uh, you know, the, do you take so-and-so? I do. Do you take so-and-so? I do. I, this, this free choice where somebody says, I wholeheartedly, completely, yes, I do choose you as this primary relationship to be at the core of my life. And we can do the exact same thing with God, with Jesus to say, who, who patiently awaits our free choice to say, yes, Jesus, I do. I, I do want you to be this primary relationship at the core of my life. That everything else I do, everything else that is part of me is connected to you in some way, Jesus. This saying I do to God is, is probably the most important thing we could ever do. Thanks for listening. If you want to see the video version of the homily, please go to our website, saintbenedict.ca, S-A-I-N-T, benedict.ca, and then follow the link to our live stream.